I just want you to be yourself, like You ain't got a lot of kick it, my nigga, like You ain't got a lot of kick it, uh You just gotta get with it, you ain't gotta stress about that What's up, it's your boy Daquan Stuff on And uh, we're gonna start this podcast off today by talking about Quentin Miller And uh, for those of you that are not um, aware Quentin Miller was the person that was allegedly ghostwriting for Drake Well, I wouldn't even what? say allegedly I was about to say it's not even allegedly It's anymore. confirmed they found a man, they had a man reference track reference tracks and everything. So yes, yeah, definitely confirmed. But um he was on his Instagram live, was it a few weeks ago? He was talking about how everybody has such fond memories of if you're reading this is too late. But for him, he don't have those fond memories because he basically, from his viewpoint, he was doing a job of service, which he was paid to do and um asked to do. And he didn't really say anything about it or make a big deal about it. But the information got leaked up, leaked out, and he kind of got blackballed, in his opinion, because of everything that happened, like the beef between Drake and Meek. And he's like, now, okay, Drake and Meek, they're best friends, and I'm blackballed out of the industry, basically. And he's basically feeling he done nothing wrong, and he he don't really have those fond memories of, if you're reading this, it's too late. Um, Me, personally... I can understand where bruh's coming from because he didn't do anything wrong. He just, they, he was asked to write some songs and he did what he was asked to do. He didn't go out exposing anybody, but it was just an unfortunate event where Drake and Meek started beefing. And, uh, we know who won that beef. Clearly <laughs> it was one sided. And, uh, he just suffered for it. And I feel bad for his career, but, uh, that's how it goes sometime in life, man, you know? You never know what could happen. No, I'm I'm a bit conflicted. So I agree with his rationale of everything that he said. But hold uh, up, hold up. You you know, me thinking about me thinking about it real quick. Um if he was a better well, I don't want to bash the man or nothing, but honestly, if the man was a better rapper and he made better music, because he's like an actual rapper, I think people would like him more, honestly. Cause I mean, even in the um in the W freestyle, Drake was like, "Y'all trying to act like Quinn Miller major boy when he was just trying to help the guy." He was at Kroger working double time, and I mean, if he was just a better rapper, honestly, then things would have been better for him. But I can understand, like I said earlier, where he's coming from, where it's not fair to him how everything happened. But you go ahead. Yeah, I mean, it, it what happened wasn't fair to him. It wasn't, and like I said, I'm a bit conflicted because on one hand, I agree with what he's saying. I feel like his reasons are validated for him to feel that way. Um, but I don't feel like he handled it in the matter that he should have handled it. No, most but, definitely not. But then, like, but of fun. course, the man is being honest. He's speaking how he feel. Yeah. But did anybody? I mean, I, I don't know for a fact about it. I just, I just remember seeing the like the post. Did, did anybody, anybody ask you? <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, keep it a buck though. Like, speaking your mind is one thing, but like. Being honest is another. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of a fine line of like where, where things are going wrong. Like, if you just go on Instagram line and start complaining, <laughs> tell them, I mean, you can be an honest man complaining. No one wants to hear that. But if somebody genuinely asks you, especially in the interview scenario, hey, Quentin Miller, how did you feel about that situation with, uh, nothing was the same? I'm sorry, not nothing was the same, but with, uh, if you're reading this, it's too late and everything like that. It came off as bitter, basically. Right? It, I mean, I don't recall anybody asking. Like I said, I could be wrong, but. Nah, 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 nah. So the whole situation was, it was, it was the anniversary of, yeah. if you're reading this, it's too and late. People were congratulating him. 
People were calling his phone, congratulating him. That's what he said in the post. Oh, he said they were congratulating. He, like, said, <laughs> and he said, "Well, I don't feel the same way that these people that are enjoying it feel because they got here lottie dotty and best friends now. And me, I ain't got no work. Basically, take now, a chance on your boy." Now look, the, uh, another way I feel about this. Uh, so look, uh, if this is your only big moment of your career, you may as well embrace it. I mean, come on now. Be happy. It happened. Hey, man. <laughs> but I, I'm not saying any of this to bash the guy. You know, I do wish him well, but I get where you're coming from, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I wish any up-and-coming artist or any artist, period, well, man. I mean, because it's not, it's not easy to make music. It's not easy. Well, I mean, it, it comes easy to make music, but actually getting people to market it and yeah. different things like that. It, it's not the whole thing. To it's, be a superstar, it's not as easy as people make it seem, you know? Yeah, I mean, some people are nut jobs. They think that they could just... Randomly drop one song, and which it can happen, but it's yeah. very, 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 very slim chances. Yeah. Drop one song and be famous by rapping some subpar lyrics. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing. So I understand, say. like, being a dope artist, the grind that it takes, and for you not seeing the success that you feel like you need to be seeing, I understand how that can be heartening, but, yeah. you know, sometimes he, uh, you got to take your time and just wait on the right moment. Because it, it, it had to be tough for him, especially yeah. because he had a record deal, and they dropped him, yeah. and he was at yeah. Kroger working. And he got a call from Drake, and you know he had a good opportunity. Unfortunately, the beef started, and he did nothing wrong in that whole situation. He didn't yeah. leak any information, to my knowledge. Like I said, I agree with his. But, I agree that his feelings are validated, and he, at least, like the reason behind it is is valid of yeah. like why he feels that way. I just don't yeah. think he went about it in the right manner. Yeah, I definitely don't. I definitely agree with you. Um, but speaking about uh up and coming rappers. Let's talk about because it was a very eventful uh, <laughs> two weeks of music being released. Yeah, two weeks of music being released, and we're gonna also talk about uh, Mick Jenkins, but we're gonna push that back a little bit in a little. What we're gonna talk about artists later, but talk to me, the man himself, Drizzy Drake dropped uh, two <laughs> songs. How'd you feel about them? Uh, I like them. No, we just talking about the latest two that he just dropped. Yeah, yeah okay. the latest two. The latest not, two not he dropped war, right? uh, Saturday night. Yeah, not, not war. Not war. <laughs> not war. <laughs> All right. I'm going to still talk about war because I don't I don't want people to think that I'm just a big Drake super fan. Yeah. Because that's like not what it is. I just, I just, I just, I just speak the honest facts. Yeah. War was trash. That was a horrible track, in my opinion. Like I said, everyone. Things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everybody has their own opinion, you know, like. I just really dislike that that track, but um, yeah, I thought the track was out. But the the most recent trash two? too, yeah, the most recent two that that was giving me like nothing was the same vibes, and of course that's my favorite, one of my favorite Drake albums. So I mean, I really love those last two. His best album, nothing was the same with the best. I mean, yeah, nothing was. See, I always say nothing was the same and take, take care. care. Yeah. yeah, I don't really say which one was better. I just always regard those as those nothing my favorite was two the same. Albums. Was better. All right. <laughs> But I mean, like, like I said, man, it was a good. I, I like the the homage that he paid to everybody. Um, yeah. even if it wasn't intent, I, I mean, most likely it was. Yeah, it was he pulled he pulled out the Marcy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The Marcy block. Um, and the of course, with, yeah, with that too. Saturday like, through Sunday. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like all the homage that he paid to everybody, I respect that. Um, and of course, that made me want to go back and listen to the oldies too. So respect to that. Uh, yeah, I remember it dropped. Uh, I was caught off guard because I was up working on music myself. <laughs> and the man Drake dropped two new tracks, and I thought they were fire. I loved how he paid respects to the legends, um, Jay and uh, M. 
And also, I loved how he they all uh, flipped uh, "Song Cry" mm-hmm. the sample. I believe they did a little extra to the beat, a little it gave a little extra something yeah, to it. I'm yeah. not sure because I, I really have to re-listen and pay attention. Yeah, I heard, I heard something extra. It wasn't like the, it's not like they it's just not took major. the beat of "Song yeah, Cry," yeah. And but it, it is but. something they did to it. They did flip the sample, and yeah. I, I thought it was dope. But the song that I thought was the best out of it the two was the Chicago freestyle. And uh, who was on the um the hook again? It what wasn't the name? Yeah, it was Gibeon. I his part was fire. I loved his part. It really brought the song to life to me. And uh, of course, I loved the um Eminem tribute that he did. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I thought that was the best, better of the two. What about you? Which one you thought was better? Oh, definitely Chicago. I mean, you know, yeah. I love the song Superman. So I just yeah, I, I like also, I said, I had to go back and I had to go back and listen to the songs that they sampled from it and the songs that they paid tribute to. So I yeah yeah um. So let's get on. Let's talk about some um fire. Hey, bro, time out. My bad. Yeah. Um, today reason boogie yes, and asshole drop trapped in, and that that's just was crazy. I'm a big fan. All right, who had the best verse? We already talked about this, so I, I really wish I. I got to I got to get a top verse to boogie, but that was just off of three or four times listening to the track. Like I said, um, on previous podcasts, I got to listen to it some sometimes, but. Just after the first four listens that I've heard so far, Boogie Verse really stuck with me, man. It, that guy's real good. I mean, like I, I've said this plenty of times before, Absol's one of my favorite rappers ever. Um, so I was very, very happy to see him come out of his shell because he's been hiding for and like Kendrick. Uh, yeah, well, Kendrick too, but Kendrick and was on that track. Isaiah Rashad. Yeah, Zay, where you at, Zay? <laughs> that man. Where you at, Zay? <laughs> but nah, man. But just to see Absol come out of his hermit shell. Uh, it was real cool to see, and of course, Reason been dropping consistently. That man been on fire lately, man. New album, yeah, it's coming soon, man. I don't know what the day is, but it's coming soon. My man's boogie really said, "I came from the ash of a fire past that my mom was put in. I created magic. How I got past it without me looking." Bars, bars. That's what we call bars. bars. Yo, that was his whole verse. Just kept getting better and better. Um, the more it went on. I thought Reason, uh, Reason and Ab, so they did good on that verse too. But Boogie, he just ran the track. Yeah, um, they, I can't. They put it in a sweet spot right in the middle too. Yeah, and I can't wait till that um, Soul album drop. Woo! Not, yeah, Soul album. I meant Reason, but Soul too. I can't wait for Kendrick album to drop. I can't wait for Zay album to drop. I can't wait for Silver album to drop. It was Dreamville twenty nineteen. So TDE twenty twenty. We here. TDE twenty twenty. Reason Soul can't wait for their projects to drop. Man, it's gonna be a crazy year, I'm telling you. Yes, sir. But um, let's get on to the man himself, the one that we said we were gonna talk about (laughs) since last week. Talk to me. How did you feel about pieces of a kid? Pieces of a man. First of all, put some respect on it. Pieces of a man, my bad. Pieces of a man. It's 1244. Uh I didn't realize that this album So I've known Mick Jenkins for some time. I've just never really listened to a solo album by him. Mm-hmm. I've heard him on a lot of features of a lot of different tracks that I've heard um some while back. Never really gave him a chance of like just listening to a solo album. So finally getting to do that was refreshing. Uh listen to pieces of a man that came out 2018, of course, that's mm-hmm. at least two years ago now. Um but everything I've heard up here, like I've heard this album a time and a half now, so um, I'm on my second listen right now. I'm about halfway through on my second listen, but that first listen, it really stuck with me. I really loved the album. And I, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, but of course, I got to do some digger deep in and keep looking and keep listening to the album because I'm the type of guy like I like to listen to albums about three, four times before I give you like my firm like what I believe on it. But so far, I'm really enjoying it. I really like it. 
Uh, I haven't listened to the album in like a couple weeks, mm-hmm. but you know, one thing I like about the guy is he's very conscious and always has some very good themes and like yeah. his projects. Like it's always a theme behind it. And he does a very good job of it's, executing those themes and getting the bars out. It's almost like spoken word with a beat and mm-hmm. a flow that matches the beat. It's, and that's it's how, pretty dope. That's how Andre is too. Yeah. yeah. And uh, what's that um, kid from Charlotte? Mavi. I believe yeah, that's Mavi. how you pronounce it. I believe that's how you pronounce so, it. So, yeah, I actually listened to his his album, Let the Sun Talk. Um, I, I started it today and I finished it today. It's 32 minutes. So it's listed I, I, as pop. You know that? I didn't know that. I, I wouldn't listen to this pop, but, but uh, teach his yeah. own. But I, I, I would definitely win. I enjoy. Part. I enjoy the album, man. I can't lie. I mean, I don't know, dude. This is my first time ever hearing of him, but I really enjoy the album. Now, like I, I told Daquan this <laughs> yeah. um, earlier. Like the synopsis, it builds him. It builds him up to be the black rap Jesus. It does. It says like MF Doom and Andre three thousand before him. That's something to hold up to. But keep going. Oh, that was all I was doing. Oh, it also uh, gave a. Uh, oh, he rapped on Earl Sweatshirt's Yeah, yeah. yeah so, like, it's it's kind of hard to live up to that synopsis. But yeah, the thirty two minutes that I've listened to were very good. I'm not saying that they were MF Doom or under three thousand tier, but it was it was a very good album that I heard. Especially, it it kept me in for my whole thirty two minutes. It did. I will say this: he's young, and so. I definitely believe that uh, he can, he will stay to improve. Not to say that the album was bad. I thought the album was amazing, honestly. Um, I believe Pitchfork rated it a 7.8, which is very high. Yeah, it's very high on Pitchfork. Well, Anything. You know, Pitchfork be, boy, they be giving, they be giving me a hard time. Hey, I love Pitchfork, though. I love the reviews, honestly. It's tough, but I just love the reviews, honestly. Um, I think they're very in-depth. They do have some questionable ratings up there. But the, the thing is, I'm pretty sure it's not the same person rating each thing. Yeah, that's and the everybody has part. their own opinion. That's and of why course, if we were up there, we would give our favorite artists different scores, higher scores than what they were because, but, you know, yeah, some of it is subjective on our, on our behalf, too. I, I honestly believe that Pitchfork uses a variety of different um, judges to um, okay. then average the score together. Okay. That's what I feel that they do or should do. Mm-hmm. And if they do that, then that's very interesting. And also, it gives you a different perspective than the fans do. Yeah. Because normal fans is like, oh, that's that's cold. That's Kendrick. That's got to be a 10. Like, come on now. It's like <laughs> your favorite. So, But when you when you take a step back and you see something from a different perspective, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, okay. I, I kind of see that. And then they also give a good description of why they came to that. Revelation that they came to. Do you feel sport. like they need to um, have different genre experts as the judges? So, like, I, I believe they do honestly because they uh, have okay. they they review like every type of music, metal, pop. But I'm, no, I'm saying like reviewing a hip hop album, having five judges, one being a pop ju- expert, one being a hip hop expert, one oh, being a rock expert. Yeah, viewing that one album, you know, that'd be a good idea. They may do that, but I'm not sure. I. I'm pretty sure they stick with the rap judges, but I don't even know if they use judges, honestly. But just not leading anybody astray, I'm not sure. But it, I do believe that they do, and if they do, it's very, very smart of them. So, we covered Mick Jenkins. We covered... Mavi. We covered Quentin Miller. We covered... Uh... Drake. <laughs> we covered Drake. Reason. Yeah. Reason. All the TDE. All the TDE. About. So uh, tell me, how do, you, how do you feel about Zay? Isaiah Rashad. He's a heck of an artist, man. 
I mean, the thing when is, he he's, yeah, that's the thing. He's not consistent with his releases, but that's not to fault him as to the work that he's done because the same thing can be said for Frank Ocean. I'm a huge Frank Ocean fan. Frank Ocean, the gap between Nostalgia yeah. Ultra, the gap between Channel Orange, the gap between Blonde. I mean, <laughs> those were huge gaps. So I can't. And of course, all of those three projects that I said were amazing. And the same thing for Isaiah Rashad. He doesn't release consistently, but he's still very good. You know something that's very interesting about uh, your Frank Ocean albums that you listed? What? Those uh, last two, Blonde and uh, Channel Orange. Channel Orange. They were all listed as the top 10 albums of the decade. I think, well, the thing genre, is, despite the genre, they were just top 10 albums. Nostalgia Ultra wasn't an album, so if that was listed as an album, I'm pretty sure that would be up there as well. That was a mix it. Yeah, I, really I good, think man. it got like a 7.6 on Pitchfork. The others got. Hey, man, that guy, that guy got a, he got a mixtape on Pitchfork, man. He must be real good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. J. Cole also has a mixtape Yeah, man, the guy's real good, too. I think it's his highest rated, which I would like to beg the difference, but I understand why it's so highly rated. Um, hey, Frank, Zay, Reason, Soul, we waiting on the albums, man. Zay, we're really waiting on your album. Zay, where you been, bro? You been sleep, man. You remember, uh, you remember his uh intros, like his uh skits for yeah. Oh, last we album. need the we album. We need the album, bro. We need it, man. You got three days to drop. I'm the writing album, the news man. in the skits right now. Hire me, man. Put me in the skits, man. I know, look, because it's real life right now. I know that you think you' too good for us to drop <laughs> an album, man. Give me a it. single, man. Let me know that something's in the work, bro. We need it. I'm fiending, man. Please jump down, Jose. Please, bro. The house is burning is the name of it. <laughs> I don't know if that's really the name, but that's just something he told me, bro. But the house is burning, Jay. Jay he drop trolling, down. bro. He ain't, no, he ain't got no album, bro. <laughs> he hey, Earth Gang said the album was done, and he tweeted out. Talking about Zay's album? Yeah, they said it jumped about they two, three months too. ago. And then Zay, some fan asked Zay when the album would be done. He said, oh, I finished it last week. Hey, he's trolling, man. He's trolling. <laughs> But man, I just, I just, I hope, I can't wait to see what the next album drop from our TDE is. I know it'll be great. Um, fiending for it. I'm pretty sure Reason up next. He gotta be, he been dropping singles less than right. Yeah, yeah. Reason up next, and they gotta, we ain't heard from Soul since what, 16? Yeah. Do Without Will? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think Definitely I, yeah, 16. Senior in high school. high school. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we need some Soul, so, I mean, it gotta be Reason and Soul. That's the only way I can see it. You know what also it means they it means they got to be in there somewhere too. You know what also drops this year? What? Uh, I was I, I got my little my brain got uh sidetracked because I thought of another artist, but uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say J Cole the fall off drops. Okay. Maybe date. Maybe. Don't have a date, bro. Man, okay. just said next this year. And uh, hey man, we've been Jay waiting. Electronica. We've been waiting on that since, oh, oh yeah, he is really his so. joint project yeah. with uh Jay Z drops yeah. this month. Oh word, yeah. Review coming soon. Review coming soon. <laughs> Real soon. <laughs> but hey, you guys, it's been real on this episode. Till next time, peace out. I just want you to be yourself. Like, you ain't got a lot of kick it, my nigga. Like, you ain't got a lot of kick it. Uh. You just gotta get with it. You ain't gotta stress about that. Like,